The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the twelfth chapter. Jesus said, I came to cast fire on the earth, and would that it were already kindled. I have a baptism to be baptized with, and how great is my distress until it is accomplished. Do you think that I have come to give peace on earth? No, I tell you, but rather division. For from now on, in one house, there will be five divided, three against two and two against three. They will be divided, father against son and son against father, mother against daughter and daughter against mother, mother mother-in-law against her daughter-in-law, and daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. He also said to the crowds, When you see a cloud rising in the west, you say at once, A shower is coming. And so it happens. And when you see the south wind blowing, you say, There will be scorching heat, and it happens. You hypocrites, you know how to interpret the appearance of earth and sky, but why do you not know how to interpret the present time? This is the Gospel of the Lord. In the holy name of Jesus, Amen. Lodgepole pine trees, they grow all across western United States. And they have something called serotonous pine cones. Serotonous pine cones will only open to let out seeds after a forest fire. While forest fires are very destructive for most plants, for serotonous lodgepole pine trees, it is the only way that new ones will grow. Today, Jesus wants to start a fire. We know through John the Baptist that his fire comes with the Holy Spirit. His fire purifies and refines. The scum of sin will be burned up, and the old Adam will be created anew. Jesus might sound like an arsonist, but really he wants his fire to change life for everyone. On a certain level, Jesus' fire is destructive. Jesus wants God's will to be done on earth as it is in heaven. And in order for this to happen, the world can neither run by power nor be driven by comfort. To the powerful and the comfortable, Jesus is very threatening today. You will lose something. But rather than losing something that gives you life, Jesus' fire burns off what is keeping you from living a full life, what's keeping you from being fully alive. Jesus desires things to change. He wants the world to give up chasing after a life of power and luxury and begin to live with him through the power of the Holy Spirit. Now, around here we see a lot of homes being renovated. And there's a big difference between bringing paintbrushes to the renovation in order to paint and knocking down some walls. Even if you bring the best paint to the renovation, it doesn't really change the house. Because you can put enough great paint on moldy, rotting wood to make it look brand new. Over time, that wood will continue to mold and rot 
and eventually it will cause the house to be unlivable. There are some houses that are better knocked down so that you can build one you can actually live in. In today's gospel, Jesus brings a sledgehammer, not a paintbrush, to your home renovation. He isn't interested in polishing up your old life, putting a few coats of nice paint, but he wants to tear down your sinful life so that his holy life of faith would rise up and empower you and live in you. Most people are, are resistant to change, especially change that they feel is destructive. But some change only will come through suffering. Now, each one of us is infinitely more important than the lodgepole pine tree that needs a fire to grow a new tree. And we're infinitely more important than a broken-down house that needs to be completely rebuilt. But you, too, will need to be purified by Jesus' fire in order to change. There is no nice way to get around Jesus' word today. You can't hang on to your old life, whether you are on top or it's comfortable. The sin that lives in you and causes you to chase after what isn't best must be burned up. It must be repented of so that the forgiveness of sins may come alive in you. In Christ's life of love and mercy and forgiveness can begin to grow and blossom. Jesus also says today in the Gospel reading that he has a baptism to undergo. It's not that he's forgotten his baptism in Luke chapter 3. This baptism he's speaking of today that he's looking forward to is a baptism of blood. The coming baptism is his suffering and death on the cross. Jesus brings all of the world's sin to this baptism so that it might be burned up by God's justice. Jesus will be consumed on the cross so that the seed of his resurrection will be planted and begin to grow. The resurrection only comes through the crucifixion, which means the resurrected life only grows after Jesus' death. Jesus is hard to accept today because he is so consuming. You simply can't go on living like you want. We pray in the Lord's Prayer that God's will will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We don't pray that man's will will be done because if that were the case, nothing would change. Powerful and the comfortable would remain on top. For those of us who are not, there would be no hope. But for us sinners, for each one of us, who know that our lives need to conform to Jesus' life in order to be fully alive, Jesus' fire is actually hopeful. It is a promise that we will no longer be driven by sin, but we will be driven by His way, not our will. His will, not our will. 
His Spirit and not our decisions. Just like you can't get a lodge pine tree without a forest fire, or just like you can't get a new house without knocking down the old, you can enter into God's life only by giving up your old life. So repent. Repent of your sins and turn to God. Jesus' fire will bring pain. It is true. Because real change always comes through suffering. And it might mean even a division within your own family or a division within yourself. Jesus' fire does hurt. But there will be a time when Jesus' purifying fire will turn into the fire of his love, of his passion for you. That's when the suffering will turn into joy, contentness, purpose, where the fire of Christ's love will ignite you to begin to really live. The fire of his love will ignite your heart. It will open it up to his life and his leading. No longer driven by power or comfort, you are led by the Holy Spirit to live by faith toward God in a passionate love for each other. Your life will then have Christ as its center, and your purpose will be to draw others into his love so that they too will know God exists, and God really loves them. And come to experience that love actually exists in the world. That love can be received in this cold, dark world. And that they too might experience the warmth and passion of God's love. In the holy name of Jesus, amen.